ESPN Radio. Deshaun Watson has a no-trade clause in his contract, so if he doesn't like what a team says, he can not approve his trade to that particular team or city. The New Orleans Saints. Okay. They're the team that I think if they get Deshaun Watson, become a legit, bona fide Super Bowl contender. ESPN Radio. Carlin and Candy on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN+. Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Get at us on the Twitter, at Chris Carlin and at Chris Canny. Also tap in on the Canny call-in line, 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. And what we want to know from you guys is, is Deshaun Watson a top-five quarterback? Of course, this is on the heels of all of the late-breaking news around Deshaun Watson with four teams expressing interest in trading for the quarterback in scheduled meetings in order to get to know him and to see exactly where he's at ahead of the start of the new league year, which is tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, at at 4 p.m. Eastern. And so the teams that are on the calendar for Deshaun Watson, the Cleveland Browns today, of course the Atlanta Falcons tomorrow. He met with the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers yesterday. And so, Carlin, I'll throw the question at you. Is Deshaun Watson a top-five quarterback? Come on. Is he? Close, but no. Ooh, okay. Close. He, he's, if he's not six, he's a very close seven or six B or six A, whatever you want to call it. Okay. All right? Uh, if I'm going to put the five in front of him, here's what I've got. I've got, obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I still have Brady in front of him. I, I, I still do. Then I'm looking at Mahomes. I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at uh, Josh Allen. You know, putting Burrow in front of him. I maybe. Mm. It's very. You're close. saying maybe he's a top five quarterback. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, who am I missing? I I don't. Uh, you know. I, I put Lamar Jackson in front of him. Okay. And the reason is I, I can't not put a quarterback who's won an MVP in front of him at this point. I understand and, that. And, and I get that there's so much more to his game than throwing the ball, but you don't win an MVP without being able to throw it a little bit. No, I, I'm with you on that yeah. one. And Lamar Jackson had a spectacular season. And I always tell people we can't discredit Lamar just because he does it a different way in comparison to – the rest of the quarterbacks in the National Football League. Like, the dynamic that he has to his game is very unique, and it's hard to quantify that impact on winning, but we did see that the Baltimore Ravens had a 14-2 and record the year he won the MVP mm-hmm. and the number one seed in the conference. So you give credit where credit is due, but I think if you talk to most NFL talent evaluators, most general managers, they would choose to go with Deshaun Watson, legal situation aside, over Lamar Jackson. And the beauty of Deshaun Watson is – you got him locked up under a contract for the next four seasons. Lamar Jackson's deal, you got to negotiate that. Deshaun Watson, you already got him locked up. So if you're trading for him, you have the benefit of having that runway with Houston already playing out the chunk of that signing bonus and the guaranteed portion of that deal. So that's the benefit. But if he's a top-five quarterback, yeah, all day long in my book. 
Are Desha- Deshaun Watson's top five. Here's my top five in no certain order. I've got Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes. I've got uh, Josh Allen in that group. I've got Joe Burrow in that group, and I've got Deshaun Watson in that group. That's my top five quarterbacks in the National Football League. And I know I'm leaving out guys like Matt Stafford. I know I'm leaving out Tom Brady. I know I'm leaving out Justin Herbert. I know I'm leaving out Lamar Jackson. I get it. There are some really good quarterback quarterback play in the National Football League. I don't know that we've seen a better time in terms of the league being in better shape when it comes to the number of quarterbacks that can be difference makers on the field for their teams. There, this was, there was a time this past season that Matthew Stafford could have been the MVP, and then he just didn't play well in quite a few games. Yeah. And listen, almost, you know, cost them in the postseason. Yeah. As well as not even getting to a Super Bowl. Yeah. So I, I'm with you on Stafford there. Uh, I am with you on Herbert, although at this point next year, the discussion might be different. Uh, it might be, it, frankly, with everything they've done the last few it days. Better be it different. better be different. It better yeah. be different. It better be. Uh, and I am I am there on Jackson. I am putting him there. Car- I, I do think it's interesting when you consider what he's, how good he is. I just, you know. We forget what he looked like on a good team a few years ago. Well, yeah, here's the you know? thing. People don't remember the last time we saw Deshaun Watson, he led the league in passing. But it was on a terrible team. And it was an awful team. They right. won four games. That's how bad they were, but that's how good he was. And so when you start looking at Deshaun Watson, he is the definition of a force multiplier. Remember a few years ago, back when they went in the arrowhead and played the Chiefs, they had that team down, what, 21 nothing, 24 nothing, And if it wasn't for some blown calls by Bill O'Brien and fake punts and all that other garbage, you could be talking about Deshaun Watson making a run to the AFC Championship game. So I look at Deshaun Watson through the lens of what he's done over the last three seasons with the Houston Texans, an unstable franchise by any measure. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay, so Deshaun Watson is top five in QBR over the last three seasons. He is top five in completion percentage over the last three seasons, and he's top five in touchdown and interception ratio over the last three seasons of qualified quarterbacks. If he's not a top five quarterback, he's right there. And I get it. We left out Russell Wilson. That's another name that we're going to have to revisit. But I don't think that Russell Wilson right now is in that same class of player as Deshaun Watson. And certainly when you factor in the age part of it, yeah, there's going to be a higher demand for him. I think Deshaun Watson is absolutely a top-five quarterback in today's game, and the juice is worth the squeeze. Now, when asked that same question about whether or not Deshaun Watson is worth the trouble, here's where our very own Lewis Riddick had to say about it this morning on SportsCenter. This is one of those young men who really can make the entire organization stronger in terms of his performance on the football field, in terms of both offensively and defensively, and even special teams. He's that kind of force multiplier type of player. So any team that has any question, Matt, about whether or not they have what it takes to compete, not only divisionally, but conference-wise, you know, at the quarterback position, is going to go ahead and kick the tires on him. Unless, of course, you just totally ruled it out because you have certain feelings about you know, what his league, his uh, personal situation is. Sure. But every team is going to kick the tires because he's just too good of a football player. The thing is, nobody is going to rule him out because of it. And I have problems with that, just to start with, you know, philosophically. But it's just a reality of the league. Nobody's going to, with, with his ability on the field, the fact that there are no criminal charges now, you're, you trade for him, you're going to deal with some sort of suspension. Mm-hmm. That's clear. But 
there's no team that's going to look at it and say we can't do it. No. There's there's nobody. That's not the way the league works right now. Um and and frankly, I mean there are guys that have it's been just, it's this, just a Carl, harsh Carl, I know that and yeah. I know that's a hard part to get past the sheer number of complaints and civil lawsuits filed against Deshaun Watson makes it hard to absolve him of yeah. any wrongdoing. But well, we got to keep this in its proper perspective, right? We've had guys that have been convicted of killing people in the National Football League yep. and come back to play in the NFL. Yep. That's the reality of it. So that's the the nature of the business that you're dealing with. If you can help my team win in a significant way, then I'm going to absorb the baggage that comes along with you. And I think that's a decision that a lot of NFL teams, more teams than people think, are going to be interested in. Here's our Mike Tannenbaum on what he thought about Deshaun Watson in this situation moving forward. It depends, and here's why. Like, if we go back to the Burrow and the Herbert thing, if for one game I'm taking Joe Burrow, if we're building a team, I'm taking Justin Herbert uh-huh. because Joe Burrow's been hurt, Justin Herbert's built to last. Like, right. I'm, I, you know, that's why I always struggle with a guy like Tua. Like, when you're height and speed deficient, like Baker Mayfield Tua, you're going to get hurt. Joe Burrow's not built to last. He's been hurt. And that's why, like, those things matter. For one game, yeah, Deshaun Watson, to me, he, he if he's not five, maybe he's seven, but I would move him up because he's a bigger guy, more athletic. He's been more durable. He's had two ACL tears. What are you talking about, Mike Tannenbaum? He's had two ACL tears, one in college and one in the league. What are you talking about? Built to last? We're going to hold what happened to Joe Burrow in his rookie season against him? He got cut in half by Chase Young. And with the offensive line he had in his second year, he was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL. And yet he took his team to the Super Bowl. Not built to last? That's absolutely ridiculous. I I wish I had more time to go off on this because we're up against the break. But we want to hear from you guys on whether or not Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback. Tap in on the candy call in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Melissa in New Jersey, we see you. We're going to get to you on the other side of the break. Also coming up, with all the moves the Chargers made this offseason, how much pressure is now on one Justin Herbert? Carlin and I will get into it. You're listening to ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. Carlin and Candy on ESPN Radio and E+. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Is Deshaun Watson a top five quarterback? Tap in to answer that question on the candy call in line. Triple H say ESPN. That's 888 Let's go to Tony in Alabama. Tony, you're on ESPN Radio. What up? Hey, guys, but you missed the mark on this one. Deshaun Watson has great potential, but he's nowhere near a top five quarterback right now. Nowhere near. We've got to stop confusing activity with accomplishment. Oh. He hasn't accomplished nothing. The guys won one playoff game. When you've had the three-time defensive player of the year and a great defense there in Houston. He's his defense blew it in Kansas City. They, what kind of a lead did they have? Or his defense just was absolutely atrocious against the Chiefs. What has he accomplished? He's he's won a playoff game in three tries, and he has been the leading passer in the league. Give me the five guys that you're taking in front of him right now. And I'm with you. But I'm saying it's very close to being – you're saying nowhere close. So nowhere close to me means that you think he's not even close – he's not even in the top ten, it sounds like. He, he, he's, border, he's right at top ten. But I'm saying right now the guy – Give me the guys you would rather have. Here we go. Tom Brady. Okay? Yeah. All right. Aaron Rodgers. 
Okay. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Right. Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go from there, uh, Matthew Stafford. We said all oh. this guy needed was a team that he win. He's a Hall of Famer now. Strike one. Hell no. Oh. Keep going. What? Go ahead. Go Keep ahead. Going. Go ahead, Tony. Go ahead, Tony. Keep going. Okay. Matt Ryan. Man, oh, God. Yeah, hang Hell up on Tony. No. Nah, Tony, we got to let you go, bro. We got to let you go. <laughs> we got to let you go. He, he lost He lost me at Stafford, and he went completely left with Matt Ryan. This is supposed to be about what you actually have done in the league. Like, if you're saying Deshaun Watson is not an accomplished quarterback, are we, are we saying because Matt Ryan has an MVP and got a team to a Super Bowl once upon a time – that he's he's still a top five quarterback. No, it's right now a top five quarterback. That's what and, I'm saying. And, this is not a lifetime achievement award. Exactly. Don't mistake achievement of years ago with activity in your mind that is clearly lost. I mean, come on. I, I don't. I don't understand that. And quite frankly, I don't agree with it. Like you, yeah. when you start talking about top five quarterbacks, I don't know how Deshaun Watson isn't in that conversation. He's absolutely he's in, the, in conversation. the conversation. If you yeah. want to say he's right outside it. Yeah, if you want to say five to seven, okay, yeah. cool. I'll take that. Anywhere past that and you're off your rocker. Let's go to Melissa in New Jersey. Melissa, you're on ESPN Radio. Yes, I'm here. Good afternoon, fellas. How What's are you? Happening? I got something for you, Key. I've been bothered by, by listening to you all day and you didn't mention this man. Is there something wrong with Jarvis Landry? The Browns released him. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why you didn't take this scenario. Deshaun Watson and Kyler Murray, they do the swap. Okay, give up the drafts. And I think the Cardinals need to make their play for Jarvis Landry. Like, that doesn't make them a playoff contention team after that move? Well, first of all, you're not talking to Keyshawn Johnson. You're talking to Chris Canny and Chris Carlin. So <laughs> don't, don't mistake us. Uh, I mean, don't, please don't do that. But secondly, when it comes to the Deshaun Watson-Kyler Murray swap, first of all, if you're the Arizona Cardinals – what else are you giving up on top of Kyler Murray? Because it's just gonna it's gonna take more than just Kyler Murray in order to get Deshaun Watson. We got to get that out of the way. And then beyond that, as far as Jarvis Landry is concerned, I'm not quite sure that Arizona wants to go down the road of continuing to invest in that receiver position at the level that it's gonna take to be able to bring over Juice. I love the player. I'm not quite sure that he wants that situation, and I'm not quite sure Arizona wants to pony up the kind of money that it's going to take. They just signed Zach Ertz to a long-term deal. They got DeAndre Hopkins making $27 million a year. I don't know if Arizona can afford to continue to invest at that level when it comes to the skill position players. How about Christian Kirk getting 18 a year? Ooh. you got to be kidding me Ooh. with that. Great country, though. For a guy that's, oh, ne- that's, great for a guy that's never been a 1,000-yard receiver to get, to get that kind of money, great oh, country. Let's go to Sullivan in South Carolina. Is Watson a top-five quarterback? What say you? Hello, absolutely top-five quarterback. All right, what's your argument? Oh, really no argument. Can you imagine when he comes back to play, he's going to be the most electrifying quarterback in the NFL? I think a lot of that depends on where he goes, Carlin, right? You talk about him being the most electrifying quarterback. I know everybody's excited to see him back on the field because it's been so long, but I think it's going to come down to where he goes because some of the places that are potential destinations – they don't have a lot of weapons around him, and when you look at some of the other places, they don't have the offensive line that you want in front of them. How about the latest one that popped up in the last hour or two? And again, it's Twitter. Do with it what you will, okay? But the latest one that popped up was uh, from Jason Dumas, who is a sports director at a TV station in San Francisco, KRON. Mm-hmm. 
saying that the 49ers would very much be in on Deshaun Watson. So what does that package potentially look like if you're see if I'm if I'm Houston, the 49ers don't have the draft picks to give me. They got the players. They do have the players. Now, first of all, I want to make sure that we have the pronunciation of that gentleman's name correct. Is it is it Jason Dumas or is it pronounced another way? Is it pronounced dumbass? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I, was I think just it's Dumas. I was just with, the, with, with what he put out there, I wasn't sure. I wanted, no. to, know, I wanted to know. Because that's the thing. The hey. San Francisco 49ers don't have the draft capital. Now, what they do have is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL, Nicky Bosa. And, and, and are you willing to give that up? to the Houston Texans in order to bring over the most important position in all of football, the quarterback. That That is the dance. That's the give and take when you explore that option. So if you're San Francisco, because you don't have first-round draft picks for the next couple of years, you would be talking about giving up potentially Nicky Bosa and Trey Lance in order to bring over Deshaun Watson. Is that something that Kyle Shanahan can live with? Because I would make the argument that that team – is built on their defense and their run game. It their is. defense will take a significant hit if you lose a player like Nicky Bosa. Oh, okay, now I'm not saying Nick Bosa specifically, but which position is easier to replace? And it's not by much, I understand that. Ooh. It's easier to replace a defensive end who can pass rush than it is to replace a franchise quarterback like Deshaun you're, Watson. You're not, you're not wrong, but it's the second most important position in I, all exactly. of sport. Exactly. I'm like, saying like, it ain't by far. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't... But here's what I would say. I The unknown... Here's the thing. If you had conviction in Trey Lance to the point where you traded three first-round draft picks in order to bring him over, I'm willing to go ahead and see that through and hold on to this pass see, rusher that's, all right, that I know I got. If, this opportun- if they hadn't made that deal, would you trade... Nick Bosa and three first-round picks for Deshaun Watson, you probably would not. No, exactly. You so, probably so, would so not. So there's your answer. So, listen, we got a lot more on this. Is Deshaun Watson a top-five quarterback? Scott in North Carolina, we see you. We're going to get to you. We're also going to continue to chop it up about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, which one has the best chance to get back to a Super Bowl in 2022. That's all coming up. But first, we got a word from Bank of America. It's game day and you're ready to go all out, so you ordered the essentials to make it a success, like a jersey from your favorite team, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping, rewards that put you toward an essential piece of the celebration. Of course, Carlin, that would be the air horn. You gotta have an air horn if you're gonna have a celebration. It's gotta have an air horn. Apply yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2022 Bank of America Corporation. You're listening to Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, back after this. ESPN Radio. Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio and E+. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Get at us on Twitter, at Chris Carlin and at ChrisCanny99. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. Calling right now. We got to go out to the call-in line and bring on our favorite ESPN NFL analyst, Dan Orlovsky. And Dan, I heard a conversation this morning between Jay Will, Max, and Harry Douglas about Deshaun Watson, obviously with the news with the teams being interested, 
But they wanted to know whether or not Deshaun Watson was a top five quarterback. So we thought what better than to ask our resident quarterback what he thought about Deshaun Watson and how you would rank him when it came to the premier quarterbacks in our league. Where does Deshaun Watson fit in when it comes to the best quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah, heavens yes. And I think the reality, Chris, is like we can't do the top five conversation. There are just too many great ones. Mm. That's just the reality of where the league is right now. To say a top five is just to generate you know, disagreement and arguments. But I could give you eight guys that are absolute superstars. You know, you're talking Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. That's nine. Those guys, those guys are dudes. So I think the top five conversation is just uh, not applicable in the NFL right now, to be honest with you, boss. Um, I, Deshaun Watson is as good as anybody. He's as good as anybody on the field, talent-wise, performance-wise, ability-wise. Uh, he's as good as any quarterback that we have in the NFL. I remember a conversation two years ago, and it wasn't one that seemed outlandish, Chris, was saying if Deshaun Watson had gone to Kansas City, would he be able to be doing the things that Patrick Mahomes does? And a lot of us were like, man, you know what? Like, if it's not just as good, it, it ain't far off. And uh, he's a spectacular player. Um, I have said from day one, if you choose to trade for him, you have to be sure organizationally that you are ready to absorb everything that is coming with the player, your general manager, your owner, your owner's wife, your head coach, your locker room, your leaders, your PR staff, the people that work in your building. Everybody's got to be comfortable and um, confident that you're able to absorb, you know, obviously what comes with Deshaun and the reality of the 22 allegations. Dan, when you, uh, we heard you in the clip there a minute ago, uh, talking about the New Orleans Saints being the place to be for Deshaun Watson. Why is that the best spot for him in your estimation? Well, I think it's the best spot team-wise more than Deshaun-wise. Um I just think the Saints, because their defense is a legit top six unit with a quarterback like Deshaun, they become bona fide Super Bowl contenders. Good offensive line still. We'll see if they're able to keep Teron Armstead. Unlikely Michael Thomas is coming back. So with their defense, they just need top ten quarterback play to be a very, very big-time football team. Now, when it comes to who's the best place for Deshaun, We were talking about this on NFL Live today. The interesting thing is it sounds like he prefers the Atlanta Falcons. Deshaun is from Atlanta or from that area. And I would make the argument that probably team-wise, when it comes to talent, the worst place for him. If we're talking Carolina, Cleveland, New Orleans, and Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta doesn't have a number one receiver. Shoot, they don't have a number two receiver on their roster. Um, but it sounds like he wants to get closer to, to home. And I think if it's about where's the best place for me to win and win right away, I think the runaway is New Orleans. Talking with ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky on ESPN Radio. And, Dan, one of the tangents around the Deshaun Watson conversation happens to be the Cleveland Browns and how they view Baker Mayfield, clearly with the interest in Deshaun, I think there there is, has to be something to be said about how the organization feels about Baker moving forward. In your from your perspective, 
What do the Browns do with Baker Mayfield now that the cat is out of the bag with the interest in Deshaun Watson? Yeah, bro, we run live again today. I think Baker's gone. I mean, I think Baker's done. Now, I have felt that way since the day after the season when he came out and said, well, I think we could have been put in better positions. And then their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, was like, you know what, Baker told us he was healthy to go every week. When those guys came out and said that, I was like, oh, it is done. Um, I think that there's no way that you can go back to Baker Mayfield right now that it's been public that you've sat down and met with Deshaun Watson. Because what you've told Baker Mayfield is we want more. We want better. And I don't think the Browns are in a great spot, to be honest with you, Chris. I think the Browns and the Colts are in a very similar spot. Very good roster. Quarterbacks that aren't good enough to compete against the other teams in that conference with very good rosters and star quarterbacks. Patrick Mullins and the Chiefs. Josh Allen the Bills. Joe Burrow and the the Bengals, Justin Herbert and the Chargers, Lamar Jackson and the, the Ravens, you know, uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Like, not only do those teams have good rosters, they got superstar dudes at quarterback. And the Browns have a really good roster. They just don't have a superstar at quarterback. I think Baker's a good player. And so I think the Browns right now have to go, well, if we don't get Deshaun, because Deshaun's got to wave the clause to go to Cleveland, and I just don't see – him doing that for Cleveland, and I also don't see the Browns or the, the, the Texans keeping it in conference. So the Browns better have a very good plan as a plan B to fall back upon because I think Baker right now is saying, get me out. Dan, there are still plenty of teams right now that still truly uh, are either still asking the question or really don't have the answer at quarterback. So besides Deshaun at the moment, who's the best guy that's available? Yeah, I think Probably Jameis Winston, if Jameis gets healthy, and I think Deshaun's probably the domino that he is waiting to fall. It's interesting. If you look at the first five years of Jameis Winston's career, he averaged 16 interceptions per season. Unacceptable. Can't win in the NFL like that, obviously, as a starter. Last year through seven starts with Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints, he threw three interceptions. Okay? He was also on track to set career highs with QBR, completion percentage, and passer rating, while also averaging 7.6 yards per attempt. So those are the numbers, and I can tell you from the guy who watches and studies every snap, the play matched the numbers and the numbers matched the tape. You know, and that would be intriguing to me if I was a team going, all right, I know this guy was this in Tampa Bay, but we got him around a really good coach that took away the hero ball, and he wasn't trying to be everything on every single play. And he was still productive. It wasn't this check-down king, but still playing good high-end quarterbacking with good decision-making, valuing the football, and we were winning without a number one receiver. And that would be intriguing to me if I, if I was a team. Now, if Deshaun goes to, to Atlanta, Matt Ryan becomes the guy at the very top of that list. But as we sit here today, it would be Jameis. Dan, last one from me. As the quarterback carousel continues to turn around the NFL, it feels like the Colts – are poised to be the big loser in all of this without having a guy that they can call their QB1 right now and not really having any pathways to be able to add that guy. I'm just curious, when we saw the move last week and them trading Carson Wentz to the Washington Commanders, everybody expected that Chris Ballard had another move in mind to bring over a QB1, and it doesn't seem like that's going to happen anytime here soon. So I just, I just want you to evaluate the Colts quarterback situation and what you think the plan of action has to be for Chris Ballard and Frank Wright moving forward. Also, how bad it must have been for them to move forward and trade Carson Wentz 
without necessarily having a, a lock on their succession plan. Yeah, it, it, and I think the world of Chris Ballard, um, it's confusing. You know, they're very similar to the Browns, and I referenced it, where really good roster, and that's the thing. It's like a different era in the NFL, Chris, because usually if you got a really good roster, just a good quarterback is going to give you a chance because so many other teams that have these great quarterbacks don't surround them with good rosters. But that's not the case because all the kids are young, and so they, they do have good rosters. I think if you're the Colts, that's why it was a little bit still surprising to me because a second year with Carson Wentz, at least talent-wise, you go, we, we can at least, if, if we you know, catch him on a hot three-game streak, we can hang with teams. If you bring Jimmy Garoppolo over, I think you're stepping down in talent at the quarterback position. You don't trade for Jordan Love. Are you waiting to see if Matt Ryan becomes available? Because then that, then we're having a conversation about them going, all right, they got a shot. I just think they're in a very difficult spot right now where, you know, they are truly a legit quarterback away, but what they need is not available in the NFL right now. And I think that's just a very, very tough spot now. No first-round pick um, makes it even more difficult because I would tell you, Shoot, if Malik Willis is available, I feel okay. Mm -hmm. But they don't have a first-round pick, and I think they're in a tough spot, man. All right. Well, Dan, we appreciate a few moments of your time. We look forward to talking to you again soon, my friend. Have a good night, guys. All right. That's ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky. Coming up next, your calls. You're listening to Carlin and Kenny, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. And, Carlin, we've been having a conversation about whether or not Deshaun Watson is a top-five quarterback. Of course, that started this morning on these very same airways with KJM, the guys having that same discussion. And our very own Dan Orlovsky just weighed in on it. He said, absolutely, Deshaun Watson is a top-five quarterback, though he did put that caveat on there that he said it's hard to have that conversation with so many top-level quarterbacks and Really, when you're talking about a top five guy, it's is he in the discussion? And Dan Orlovsky absolutely believes Deshaun Watson is, even after missing a year in the National Football League. But we've got some callers on the Kenny call-in line that don't necessarily agree with us or Dan Orlovsky. So we're going to go out to Dominic in Kentucky. Dominic, you're on ESPN Radio. What up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, Dom. Um, all right. So Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Tom Brady, that's three right there. Russell Wilson, I would take. That's four. I would also take um, – uh, oh, I would definitely take – you're probably going to laugh at me this, but I would take right now Joe Burrows and Justin Herbert. That's I don't think you can do it with Herbert. You know. Burrow, you can do it with. Herbert's difficult to do it with this second. Yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert hadn't gotten into a playoff game yet. Like, he hadn't even got to the playoffs, let alone won one. I don't think you can do that with a guy that's been to the playoffs a couple of times and actually won a playoff game. And then that Russell Wilson one is looking funny in the light. And if you compare it with the actual age factor and the runway that a team is going to get, I don't know, man. I just I look at Deshaun Watson as being more of a playmaker now at this point in his career than Russell Wilson is. Not to say that Russ isn't a great quarterback. Not to say that the Denver Broncos won't be a title contender because I believe they will be. But Deshaun Watson, to me, if I'm making a, the decision to pick a player today, I'm going with Deshaun Watson over Russell Wilson. Oh, absolutely. And look, Wilson can turn the Broncos into a winner. You're right. But... We're just talking about the player. 
not talking about anything else, that's not close. Yeah. It's not close at this point. I mean, Wilson's it's, it's, a really it's, it's, good player, don't get me wrong, but... You know what, Carlin, it's interesting because everybody comes out with the same three, right? It's like you got Pat Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, and you got Aaron Rodgers. And then beyond that, it's a drop-off in terms of the next tier. And people throw in Tom Brady, people throw in Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. I don't know how you don't include Deshaun Watson in that same group of guys. Well, I don't know how you I don't know how you keep him out of that. Lamar Jackson also I would throw in there. I don't know how you keep Deshaun Watson out of that same group. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Just like the comments from Tom Brady Sr. don't make any sense to me, but Carlin and I will get into that in just a little bit. The Cowboys thought they had defensive end Randy Gregory locked up on a five-year, $70 million contract until they didn't. You're listening to Carlin and Candy on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Tap in on the Candy call-in line. Triple eight say ESPN. That's eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We'll explain the debacle that is the Dallas Cowboys front office in a moment. But first, let's go out to the candy call in line and bring on Scott in North Carolina. Scott, you're on ESPN Radio. What up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. So I definitely think that Deshaun Watson is uh, not top five. Certainly in the top ten, though. But my only reason is just because he sat out a year. Um, you know, as a, as a Panthers fan, you know, uh, I'd be happy to take a top 32 quarterback right now. We don't have a QB1 <laughs> yeah. right now. So, um, you don't have a QB3 way, right now. <laughs> yeah, you got nothing. What I'm curious about, though, is, you know, if he sat out all 17 games last year, if and when the the suspension comes from Goodell, why would, you know, could they possibly say, you know, uh, give him time served or, no. you know, uh, no, he was not put on know, the commissioner's exempt list. That's where the issue would be. And that was, remember one thing and thanks for the call. That was the Texans telling him in essence to stay away. Yeah. He wasn't suspended last no. year. He and the Texans came to an agreement that he would stay away from the team and he would be paid his salary for the 2021 season. So yeah, there is absolutely going to be a suspension for Deshaun Watson, and it's probably going to fall in that six- to eight-game range that we've seen with guys that run afoul of the personal conduct policy. So any team trading for Deshaun Watson should absolutely expect that. But where I disagree with Scott is that how can you definitively say Deshaun Watson is not a top-five quarterback? I just don't understand that perspective. But somebody that seems to agree with him is Billy in Oklahoma. So, Billy, you're on ESPN Radio. Why is Deshaun Watson not a top-five quarterback? Yes. How can you uh, say he's going to be a top five quarterback? You're, you're saying well, he's he led going the league to be, in passing. He, he led the league in passing the last time we saw him. When was that? That was in the 2019 okay. season. That's correct. I mean, 20. I mean, the 20. The 20. No, the 2020 season. Excuse me. Okay, 2020 season. 2020 season. Yeah. Okay. How many times when people get injured and they miss a year? Do we not know what they're going to be when they come back? Yeah, but that's because he's recovering from injury. We don't know what the player is going to be on the other side of that injury. There was no physical ailment. He was dealing with right. a legal situation, and the team told him to stay away. I don't think we're in a yeah, situation, kind of Carlin. I don't, Carlin, I don't think we're in a situation where we're talking about his skill set somehow being diminished because he was off the field for a year. I mean, we saw a situation where Michael Vick was in jail for two years, came back and make a Pro Bowl with the Philadelphia Eagles. He's 26 years old. He's not 38. 
Yeah. You know, I, or he hasn't been away from the game for five years. I, I I don't see that. It doesn't just go away that quickly when you have that kind of ability. Did he go out there and put on 100 pounds in a year? My guess is no. I haven't seen him. But actually, I did see him the yeah, other day. Yeah, we saw him. He, spoke. he, he yeah. looked like he was. Looked like he was fine. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> that, that looked like get me into training camp, get me into game shape, and we'll be good to go. Well, here's the thing. I don't think you'd have four teams that are beating down Deshaun Watson's door now that we've seen the resolution of the criminal side of this legal proceeding. Now that we've seen that, I don't think you're you're having this amount of teams have this amount of interest in Deshaun Watson if they feel like his level of play is going to drop off anytime in the foreseeable future. It's just not going to happen. You don't have teams like the Saints, teams like the Carolina Panthers, the Atlanta Falcons, the Cleveland Browns, trying to set up interviews with Deshaun Watson and being amenable to the compensation that it's going to take to pry him from Nick Casario and the Houston Texans unless they thought he was going to be a high-level quarterback. Well, that's, that's where I'm coming from here, too. You've got whatever issues you're dealing with now, and yet, it does not seem to affect these teams one bit in terms of what they're willing to give up because you are going to see this package be a large, large number of draft picks and or players. What, what are we thinking? Three first-round draft picks or two first-round draft picks All right, well, let's just argue for a second. You were one team that had it, and you're the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's just say you wanted to play there, hypothetically. You're giving up your three first-round picks this year and I don't you, know if I would give up three ones this year. I think I would do two ones this year and a one next year. Yeah, I'm, but I'm saying, like, to get it done? Yeah. I They'd probably have to give up the three this year plus. Really? I think so. Ooh, that's a lot. I, I think they'd have to give up, how about this, the three first-round picks and Jalen Hurts. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at that point, Deshaun Watson is my quarterback. Coming up next, Tom Brady Sr. blames the media for his son retiring early. We'll explain.